0: Hey y'all, this podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong adult language. So if you are under 18, be out. We discuss our experiences, thoughts, and tips on ethical non-monogamy from the perspective of a black married couple. We smart, but we not experts. So this show is for entertainment purposes only. So whether you're working out, driving, or listening to us on your home sound system, enjoy the show. <laughs>
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. This is the Bomber.
0: And the Bell.
1: Gosh, I feel like it's been forever. The summer is over. We up in here in September. Fall season's about to start. Yes. What do you always say about the fall season?
0: That I love it. Uh, I love the weather. Like, I'm very a basic bitch in fall. Like, I'm like Ugg boots and PSLs and scarves and pumpkins. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think you do the fall fairly well. Oh, thank you. So I'm looking for excuse me, I'm looking forward to what kind of outfits you put together. Yes. Um yo. So in this episode, we wanted to talk about why we don't play with vanilla couple friends (laughs) even if they're interested in Mm -hmm. the lifestyle like it's just something we're just not gonna do Mm. and I wanted to talk about this because recently we had gone to a trip to the Poconos Mm -hmm. uh, with a couple of couples and like the lifestyle came up like nobody like you know nobody you know like came out and said yo we want to smash like what's up like we heard y'all yeah we heard y'all live that life we trying to live that (laughs) life with y'all tonight it wasn't really like that but i did get the feeling that one of the one of the girls that was there one of the women um was gravitating towards you like i saw Mm -hmm. her body language as you were talking and i'm like see this is the shit i'd be worried about (laughs) this is the shit i'm worried about right here Mm because you remember what i said about what happens when we start talking about the lifestyle
0: Yeah, people are not used to having like sexual conversations without being aroused. And we have them so often, like it's not, it's not arousing necessarily for us anymore. So, you know, just having a conversation about the lifestyle isn't particularly arousing, but for somebody who, you know, is something new, is something uh, interesting and intriguing and they don't talk about often, it can be, um, Arousing, particularly if you've been drinking. Right. Um, so yeah.
1: And we were all we were all very much yes. drinking heavily, <laughs> and um, we were in the hot tub just talking about it. And you know she had a whole bunch of questions about it. Yeah. And like, yo, she just kept getting closer to you, and her knees were like pointed in your direction, <laughs> and you're just there, just talking, just being your 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 basic bell self, and, <laughs> and she's just like really into it.
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: i'm just like oh it's a good thing you're not interested in girls (laughs) like that's how i know i don't have to pull you aside and be like listen Belle, you can't do this we cannot do this tonight (laughs) but the question never came up but i'm always but i'm always prepared to tell a couple like listen we 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 can't fuck with y'all like that um but i thought it, it you know i went on reddit and i found a few a few boards um or uh what do they call them threads yeah. uh, where they were talking about this and some people actually you know they've they've played with friends before and they've mm-hmm. had positive experiences some haven't um and we know some people who've uh who've tried it as well and i'm, I'm gonna um come back to that in, in a second um uh i think bedroom bliss talked about this i can't remember if it was in one of their regular episodes or it's on their patreon Mm -hmm. um if it's on their patreon like i suggest like listening to that shit because it's really interesting um a situation where um the two of them had um had brought in a friend Mm -hmm. um and they they talk about what that experience was
0: i mean and this has always been a rule for us like we've never had a situation where we've you know played with some vanilla friends and things went sideways and they were like okay we're not doing that again like we were always very clear that this was not something Mm -hmm. those were two worlds that we didn't want to necessarily mix because we like our friends and we knew it could it would be a bad situation (laughs) right or it not that it would be but it could be and we would rather not potentially jeopardize the friendship it's just just not worth it but i know a lot of or not a lot but some couples think you know oh we want to try this let's you know try our first threesome with one of your girlfriends or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and we just don't recommend that
1: (laughs) so if somebody wanted to have a threesome a, a vanilla couple wanted to have a threesome And we knew someone who was down for that kind of thing, but it wasn't us. You're saying that you wouldn't recommend that...
0: Oh, that's that would be fine. But if it's like if we wanted, like if we wanted to do our MFM, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, just get one of your homeboys.
1: Oh yeah, no that that can't right. that can't work out. <laughs> well, that that's not going to work. But we're we're going to talk about why though, because <laughs> yeah. I think it's you know I, I think I don't I don't think it's wrong. I think just for us, we're we're pretty cautious about this. Um right. you know I kind of want to use this episode as like for couples who are thinking like that wouldn't be a big deal we want to give you some
0: food for thought
1: right like you could consider this episode like okay well bomber and bell they had some points that i think we would want to think about like you know at least we we would want to just close the gap if there's some things you're not considering that you should be considering mm-hmm. um hopefully you'll get some of that in this show because you know if you're just sort of like oh it's just sex it's not a big deal nah sex got really complicated uh, i mean because so, at the end of
0: the day you can do whatever the fuck you want
1: you could do whatever the fuck you when want we don't know mm-hmm. and some again sometimes this works out totally well and i want to like kind of talk yeah. about kind of kind of talk about that as well um all right so before we get into the topic today let's uh let's get let's uh, talk about our hit list it's time for the hit list
0: The Hit List is basically a list of folks, celebrities, semi-celebrities, people we just seen around the block that, you know, we might like to get down with. So, we watched this weird-ass movie last night, um, Color Out of Space, starring Nicolas Cage. Um, Nicolas Cage is not my Hit List person, but... You
1: don't like Nicolas Cage? You're not feeling Nicolas Cage? No. Like, uh, not at all?
0: (laughs) No. But um, one of the characters in the film, uh, his name is Elliot Knight. He's a British actor. And he hasn't really been in anything else of significance, I would say. Um,
1: this was the only black dude in the movie. This is the only
0: black dude in the movie. Um, but he's a cute black dude. Um, he was in Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. a TV show, and like on How to Get Away with Murder a little bit. Um, he was on Law and Order UK. I didn't even oh, know there was. That's a law where I UK. saw
1: him um, how to get away with murder. I've watched but he's like not. No, he's
0: not the main. Oh, he's not that he, guy. No, he's not that guy. That's a All different right. guy. I thought he was that guy too. He but has then the most the,
1: basic yeah. light skinned black man <laughs> face.
0: But it's an it's an attractive light skinned black man <laughs> face. I, I get
1: it. I get it. But if you're dating <laughs> a black man like that and you break up with him, like it's it's not a big deal. You're gonna find another one. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he looked so basic to me.
0: Yeah. But I liked him in the film. Like I think his acting was pretty good. And mm. I actually liked him um this is not going to be spoiled. So, but like I liked him in the last Scene of the film because like it's kind of a flash forward and he's a little more grizzly looking and a little older and a little rougher. Oh yeah, and yeah, so he yeah, was—he yeah. looked really nice at the the end. No, of the he movie. did look different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He had the look of wisdom on his face. Yes,
0: so that's my hit list.
1: All right. Okay, so I'm going to start my Hit List target uh, description by uh, saying rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, mm-hmm. um, who unfortunately died. Yeah. Um, you will remember him as the ca- as the man who played the character of Omar on The Wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also played in Boardwalk Empire. As Chalky White. And he uh, played in the recent... Um,
0: Lovecraft Love country. country.
1: Lovecraft Country. Uh, didn't like his role very much in Lovecraft Country, but he did. He did. He did well. He was, he was a great, great actor. He was. Um, really sorry to lose someone. Yet another person to a drug overdose. Like Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we really got to get this opioid thing um, under control. Mm-hmm. Because we have lost a lot of uh, a lot of good people. Why is it that all the good actors like are you like I guess I guess because they're getting the best drugs. Like is that
2: what's no, going well, on?
0: maybe. <laughs> but also like you know they say um, all comedy like all good comedy comes from a place of pain, and I feel like somewhat that is applicable to acting too.
1: Like like art. Yeah, art comes from a place of pain, many right? Times, yeah. And
0: so, but sometimes those individuals haven't really figured out good coping me- me- good coping mechanisms for that pain mm-hmm. um, And also, Something I heard is like after he did his role in Lovecraft Country, like he had to be in therapy. He had to go to therapy just because of the the trauma of some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I wonder if that that had a role in it as well. But yeah, I think I think sometimes it just happens to the greatest actors because you know they're so good because of their life experiences, which mm-hmm. oftentimes are traumatic and painful, mm-hmm. and oftentimes people view those people view those kind of artists as you know oh they don't have any problems right and right. so they you know and they feel like that they can't those actors can't reach out and say and they cope in these different ways like mm-hmm. drug use and drug abuse mm-hmm. um, so it's unfortunate
1: yeah it, it is and you know i started watching the wire this is relevant to my hit list person no it's <laughs> yeah. not it's not omar he's a good looking brother but no um but you could see the pain like i I mean when you say that like i'm kind of remembering um some of the some of the performances of um mw and he was you could he he was good at at displaying pain what move no there was a there was a mini series about the central park six
0: oh um how they see us was that what it was called Uh so
1: he played one of the um one of the fathers of the central park six and he there was so much pain and shame in his Mm -hmm. performance which was very much needed because unfortunately the real life character he's that he was playing Mm -hmm. um did something really horrible uh in that in that story um and he was really good at that. He's always been really good at tapping into pain and displaying it in his face. And so yeah. I, 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 think there's a lot of validity to what you're saying. Um, now, the reason why I bring that up uh, is because my, because I had started watching The Wire recently, uh, and I'm almost done with it. You're re-watching uh, I just the Wire. rewatching it. Yes, uh, almost done with it. This is probably my third time watching the the whole series. And if you haven't watched it, like, come on now, just just do it. <laughs> um, so felicia pearson uh played a character named snoop on the wire um and she was a character who was basically considered muscle she played a killer Mm -hmm, there are a lot mm -hmm. of killers on the wire um and she was very tomboyish on the show uh and it wasn't clear what her sexuality was. It was always implied that she was a lesbian on the show. Right. Um, and she, apparently she's a lesbian in real life. And there's the the line between Felicia Pearson and her character on The Wire is very thin. <laughs> yeah. Very thin. Um, you know, she the Wire takes place in Baltimore. She was born and raised in Baltimore. She was arrested for second degree murder and charged and did like a six and a half prison sentence six and a half year prison sentence. Um and then she came out and got arrested again on drug trafficking charges in two thousand eleven, did another <laughs> did another bid. Um and like, I don't think she was acting very much on The Wire. I think she right. was just her. And her character's name on The Wire was Snoop, but that was also her actual nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why she was called Snoop, uh, or the, 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 where that nickname came from, according to Wikipedia, Was because the way she wears her hair apparently reminded like a mentor of hers of Snoopy from Mm. the Peanut from the Charlie Brown series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's how she got the nickname. But I've always thought she was a very attractive woman. Like anytime she was on screen, I was like, I don't even know if I should be attracted to this woman, but I just (laughs) am. Like she's just so. She has such a beautiful face. Mm. I don't know what her body looks like, mm-hmm. but I think there was one scene in The Wire where she was riding on the bike back of a motorcycle with some tight jeans on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yo, this chick has a body," but she's like, <laughs> she's like tomboyish, so yeah. she's not really going to show it off like that. But if you search Felicia Pearson online. Um, all the images that come up there is this one image where she's made up she got you know she got her little hair on her hair is done she got (laughs) her eyelashes done makeup and she looks like a supermodel or whatever and it's just there and i'm sure like she did that shit once and she was like i ain't doing this shit again (laughs) because it's like the only picture like that on the internet that i could find if anybody has found a hot picture of felicia pearson where she's just like not being tomboyish let me know even though she doesn't need to do all of that shit i still think she's beautiful and um you know fuck it i don't give a fuck i know she's a lesbian but i still (laughs) i still smash if she let me um but yeah that's uh that's my hit list target um again wire is awesome um you know Rest in peace to Michael Williams.
3: You are listening to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast.
0: Hey y'all, we are so excited to once again be one of the hosts at Podcastapalooza Encore this year in Dallas, Texas. Podcastapalooza, also known as PCAP for y'all who don't know, will be a three-night hotel takeover taking place from November 5th to the 8th. There will be day parties, theme nights, and edutaining seminars by some awesome content creators including monogamous marriage, living the sweet life, expansive connection, average swingers, and of course, Wonderless swingers. But we are adding some more fun this time with the inclusion of drag bingo, erotic painting, shabari classes, and some visits to them sexy Dallas lifestyle clubs. The last PCAP was bomb, so if you missed it, please purchase your tickets now by going to podcast-a-palooza.com forward slash black and kinky. Hope to see you there. Bye.
1: Actually, I'm going to have you read an email from, um, from Vision...
0: I think that you two mentioned on more than one occasion coming out or slipping up about your involvement in the lifestyle. Well, it seems that we are either slipping up, mainly the wife, or being asked our opinions on non-monogamy. I'm not sure why. We are at the point in our lives where we are trying to live our best life and don't have time for the hive mind mentality of married and monogamous forever. I was informed by a friend that our area has a swinging population. I sat there with a grin that sarcastically said, you don't say i directed her to live in the sweet life's youtube waiting to see how that goes i'm saving the b and k and uh, bedroom bliss podcast because y'all can be (laughs) level 10 and i need to know that she can handle level 10 i would like to think that black people and people of color are opening up to the lifestyle from the anecdotal evidence of meet and greets and house parties to the similar vanilla setting conversations that we the wife and i find ourselves in It seems like more and more relationships are seriously examining the possibility of redefining their union. Any thoughts?
1: Yeah, man, I have a thought. Like, what's up? What's up with this like B and K and B and B being on level ten, man? (laughs) (laughs) What you trying to say? (laughs) No, I was living. I was listening to "Living a Sweet Life" earlier today. I, I, I understand "Living a Sweet Life." They keep it a lot cleaner. like it's like yo being kb on like they be on that n-word shit they just you know <laughs> like bedroom bliss just get a little too graphic man i did i need to give these motherfuckers some training wheels so <laughs> i can't be fucking with but i can't i can't be fucking with bomber and bell. i'm like damn you know there there are probably a lot of fellas out there that are like yo what podcast can i you know have my lady listen to to get her little feet wet like you know it's it's apparently it's not us <laughs>
0: you can listen to us we're not that bad all the time
1: i don't know i, I don't know vision you're gonna have to give a little bit more details yeah. of what you imply implying right here because i'm i want to know what it is is it <laughs> like like what exactly is bedroom bliss the motherfuckers be on some shit so i know what you talk about there <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know i know they get graphic on that show because sometimes i've listened I, I i hear um renee's voice mm-hmm. talking about dicks and shit and i know sometimes it just throws me way off and i like <laughs> i gotta give myself a cold shower but i thought we were cleaner i thought i thought we i thought we toned down really? the sticky pages a little bit we haven't so had we
0: even haven't had any <laughs> sticky pages so it wasn't nothing to tone down um but i think i think you're right i think people are opening up <laughs> i think that um for all the, the the bad that has come with, you know, COVID and quarantine and all of that. One thing it did do is it made people really evaluate and reevaluate their relationships and what they wanted out of their relationships. Um, you know, if you you don't realize how much time that you spent away from your partner until you had no option but to be at home with them. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so I think that gave the opportunity to folks to be like, hey, let's uh, (laughs) let's figure out how we can mix things up a little bit, you know, or, you know, just sharing what maybe have been some some feelings that have been, you know, under the surface for a while. Um, Just having some time to sit and reflect and research and see that um, there are other options out there. So. Mm -hmm yeah and i i'm I'm all here for it i'm all here for it like as the world becomes more progressive and more um i think we'll see that coming forward more
1: yeah i think the word you were looking for was fluid
0: yeah yeah
1: um and i'm seeing a lot seeing a lot more of that uh, especially in some of the younger folks some of the younger generations Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i think we've understood for a long time like you know monogamy like just failing 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 like divorces and just people just not working out you find out from your uncles and aunts and you know your grandmother and grandpa like relationships you thought were really happy were actually fucking miserable Mm -hmm. um and so i think people have been really thinking about these alternative relationship arrangements i mean for those who are thinking logically because i think there are those that still judge you know polygamy polyamory and people who are engaged in other forms of ethical non-monogamy talking about how could y'all do that uh and it's like you know if anything those relationships work out just as well, if not Mm -hmm. better than some of the monogamous relationships. And, you know, the crazy, but the crazy thing I still see is people who are engaging in unethical (laughs) non-monogamy, looking down on people who engage in ethical non-monogamy. Right. That's the craziest shit. You still see that. Yeah. Like dudes just smashing all kinds of girls left and right, you know, chicks that have just got us got a whole side, nigga. <laughs> and they're just like, yo, how could y'all <laughs> just be fucking around like that? Right. How could y'all just be
0: swingers? It's like we're doing the same thing that you're doing, but we actually talk to each other about it. Right. Like we know each other's partners. Right. <laughs> We know each other's partners
1: and we can carry condoms around without without worrying about them being found. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers can't even carry condoms around. Y'all, <laughs> y'all over here just fucking raw. A lot of y'all are just smashing raw just because y'all caught up in the passion and y'all can't take any precautions and y'all haven't talked about rules because you don't fucking have rules. <laughs> Cause you're just out here, hot ass messes. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, thanks for your uh, thanks for your email, Vision. I uh, appreciate you always showing love. So let's uh, let's move on to the topic of the day, and we're going to talk about reasons why we avoid playing with our vanilla couple friends. Just five big reasons why we avoid doing it. Now, I want to preface this to say that sometimes people do sma- You know, they end up and i'm talking about like swingers specifically mm-hmm. like they end up playing with their vanilla couple friends and it ends up being a really great experience like let's just yeah. acknowledge what the perks are of possibly playing with a vanilla friend um
0: i mean you already like them you already like spending time with them and then you have this extra bonus of great sex it's like the ultimate friends with benefits relationship
1: right i'd say that's a that's a great uh benefit i'd say the other benefit is like it's not a relationship you got to hide from other people Mm y'all friends yeah you know you can do vanilla things with them you can do non-vanilla things with them and it's really it's 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 really not um it's it could be a really organic thing so so yeah so and 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 they're close right um right. they they understand what's going on you you know your kids probably know them you know you know where each other lives you know it's it's it it, it can be really great and there's a comfort there mm-hmm. um so I can understand why it happens why people why people kind of explore the possibility of that happening mm-hmm. um and you know things about each other uh, and 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 that can that could work out um, on the flip side, I think that playing with your friends can be an in- incredibly disastrous.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's why we don't even take the chance. First reason why we avoid playing with our vanilla couple friends is because they may not necessarily, this isn't true all the time, but most of the time is true. They don't, they may not ex- necessarily understand the basic rules of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, There are some basic rules, like, I want to talk to your girl, like, I got to talk to the man first, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I have to, like, make sure everybody's okay. Certain assumptions about the lifestyle being, like, a free-for-all, for for example, Mm -hmm. they might think that. Um, And that is definitely not the case um right. and so if you end up playing with them there are certain communications that may not happen certain things that need to be said that don't get said mm-hmm. um,
0: i mean i think is the the fact that there are are rules at all um, I think the the free for all is the kind of the biggest one. It's like, okay, you're just doing whatever with whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the communication is a big piece, you know, that, you know, that everybody is um, communicating explicitly, mm-hmm. um, so openly mm-hmm. and, and clearly. Um, so between us as partners, but also with the other couple in terms of what's okay and not and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like even having those like clear conversations about what we like mm-hmm. when it comes to sex, yeah, and like it can. I think many times it could feel like really transactional. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people might giggle like you, when you say, "Well, look, I don't, I don't like taking nuts in my throat." You know, you say some shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Ha ha, he he, nuts. You said <laughs> nuts in her throat. You know, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. You know, yeah, don't fucking like, nut in my mouth.
0: <laughs> it will be a problem
1: (laughs) you know um those kind of conversations are really serious like it's like yo i need you to i need you to listen like stop fucking giggling and understand what i'm saying like you know um i feel like people in a lifestyle are used to having those conversations for the most part like here's, yeah. here's what it is and and it's ju- it's just a conversation it's just to get clarity it's right. not i'm not flirting with you like yeah. we're not joking like this is something you need to know now mm-hmm. and and you need to take this information with you to the bedroom right um you know it's not going to be cuz i cuz i know dudes for example my friends included like a girl will tell him you know, I don't I don't like I don't do anal. Mm-hmm. And there are some dudes that are just like, yo, all you got to do is like, you know, stick your finger in there a little bit and then like put your dick in there and she'll be fine. She just needs to relax. That's what she's <laughs> really trying to say. No. So you try that shit in the playroom.
0: You <laughs> 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 get punched in the throat. Right. <laughs> what? I Listen, listen. I wish a nigga would like <laughs> just stick his finger in my ass out of nowhere and expect a complimentary reaction mm-hmm. <laughs> no <laughs> said
1: nigga we were serious right no ass play stop playing man <laughs> right you know what this shit is over get out you yeah. know we're not friends no more man can't listen yeah it's like why y'all don't talk no more yo man he tried to stick a finger in my girl's ass <laughs> <laughs> when he told him not to do that right. Uh, all right so so basics of the lifestyle um you know there's there's all kinds of things in the lifestyle we talk about when it comes to consent, for example, yeah. like that are a big deal that I feel like a lot of vanilla couples feel like they know enough about but don't, don't. like we've been in a lifestyle for a few years now, and yeah. there's still a, there's a lot of shit we learned in that time and yeah it, it so i mean
0: because you're when you're in a <laughs> when you're in a monogamous relationship like typically and this is not you know. Every case, but a lot of time you're not continuously asking for consent with your partner, right? That's just not a part of your um sexual interaction, but it has to be when you're in the lifestyle because you're with new partners. You should still be getting consent from your primary partner. Let's just be clear <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but sometimes you can understand things between each other um, but if you're out of practice with that you know you may slip up and do something without asking for consent or um gaining consent before you do it just because you're just not used to doing that
1: right
2: um right
0: yeah
1: and it can feel really unnatural like right. like asking for consent can feel very unnatural to couples who who who've just been really just about each other yeah um. So now you're asking, "Can I touch you here? Can I touch you?" Period. Um. How does this feel? Like mm-hmm. you got to start asking questions you may not have ever asked before. <laughs> right. Um. And like you know, that that could be really weird. So so basic rules of the lifestyle can escape vanilla couples. So that's number one. Number two is if it's bad. So let's let's just say, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because we have couples that are, we have couple friends that are very attractive. Yeah. Let's say. We played with them, mm-hmm. and it was bad. Yeah, like either the dude couldn't get it up,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right, or the chick, like you know, got smacked in the face with a dick, and she liked it, and then started crying because <laughs> she felt guilty or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't yeah. know. A lot of weird shit can happen in the bedroom. I've yes. seen a lot of weird yes. shit happen but let's but let's say you know we we were doing it and you just was not feeling him Mm -hmm. like i wasn't feeling her like i don't know like i just i i I didn't like the way her skin felt she looked different naked i was surprised (laughs) Uh, you know her titties were lopsided or something and it just threw me off you know um threw me off my game
0: y'all don't feel some type of way about your titties lopsided titties are perfectly normal you know what I mean by lopsided titties I
1: never saw a pair of titties that were lopsided enough for me to actually notice they were lopsided like I understand like you know one foot is like longer than the other and one eye might not be pointed directly straight all the time I know we're, we're, we're imperfect beings but you know I'm talking about real lopsided titties I'm talking about a nipple pointed north and the other one pointed south I'm talking about Shit like that, okay? I don't really see shit like... All this time in the lifestyle, every (laughs) pair of titties I've seen have been on the same... Page, okay. okay. <laughs> I've never seen titties with differing opinions on the same woman. I haven't seen that before. But I'm just saying if I did and I thought like if we were playing with some friends mm-hmm. and I just I saw, you know, th- these these titties I've known for years. <laughs> I haven't seen them bear. But right. as soon as she like pulls her shirt off, like they just get real comfortable and just sort of start start dividing and conquering <laughs> on her chest. Like that would be <laughs> that would be really weird. I'd be surprised by that (laughs) Um, but you understand what i mean so let's so let's say it's bad like what could happen if we played with a vanilla couple and it was just bad
0: well now it's gonna make everything else awkward like any other time we hang out with them it's just gonna be a little awkward Mm mm-hmm you know, and it it depends. It depends on what the situation is, because maybe we could laugh it off. You know, ha ha. Somebody got squirted in the eye or something.
1: That would
2: be hilarious. But,
0: <laughs> but then if it's bad, it's just like, mm, like it ruins the friendship.
1: It, it really could. Yeah, it really could. Like, well, like, what if one of the ladies came out and said, oh, my gosh, bomber, we known each other for years and, you know. I just thought your dick would be bigger. I don't know oh, why. Shit. I'd be like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, um but, like, let's say, like, one of the fellas, like, they had a hard time getting it up. You know what could happen? You know yeah. what's kind of the, the worst thing? It's when a dude feels like he has to make it up. Like, yeah, he's like, yo, yeah. just just give me another chance, coach. Yeah. You know? And he wants to really get back in the game. And you're yeah. just like, nah. Yes, that's all right. <laughs> like, like now they're, like, calling us every yeah. weekend. Like, yo, y'all want to go out? Like, you no. know?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you start misinterpreting why they're saying no. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, a bad a bad a bad play session with a with a friendship can destroy it. Like it it could really annihilate it. Some people are yeah. really like mature.
0: <laughs> we're mature. Yeah,
1: I mean I, I think we're mature too, but I I, <laughs> I, I think that depending on what happens, oh, yeah, it, yeah. it could drive us to childhood really, really fast.
0: <laughs> yes, that's true.
1: Like if 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 we if we smashed uh one of our friends, let's say my, my boy came to me afterwards and was like, yo, um, I don't know. I had a feeling your chick could get wetter than she got, but it was a little dry down there. It's all good. I just, I just want to say I, I was surprised, and 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 if I told you that, like, yo, oh,
0: I'm not fucking with him ever again. <laughs> 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 no, no, had a dry pussy. No, what the fuck, no.
1: Oh, I thought I thought you would want to say, wait, dry pussy. That was, I was just a bad night. Like my pussy <laughs> stayed wet. It was just I, I, I didn't drink enough water that night. <laughs> it,
0: it depends on what the situation was. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have been mad. Like, why When? yeah, it was just, yeah, that just wouldn't have been a good situation. All
1: right. So, number two, if it's bad, um, it could turn the friendship really awkward. Sometimes it can end the friendship. The th- number three, I think, is more interesting. I want to talk about this one. So, what if it's good for just one half of the couple?
0: So, like, just the husband?
1: Yeah. So, let's say, okay, so let's take the cup because we hung out with a couple yesterday. Um,
0: yes.
1: Okay. So, let's say we played with them it's not happening but let's no. say we played with them and me and her had a blast like she's fucking busting nuts all over the place <laughs> like i'm like i'm going in like five condoms deep mm. um and you and him just are like you barely go around yeah um what would go what what what, what are some thoughts that you might have if
2: we well had see that i wouldn't
0: want to hang out with them again because i would feel like um, spending time with them would lead to play and I wouldn't want to fuck with him, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, and I, I know that you all would be anticipating play perhaps because you all had such a good time. Right. Mm-hmm. So you'd be excited mm-hmm. to do it again. But then like, I'm not excited to play with him cause I didn't have a good experience.
1: Interesting. So you wouldn't feel any kind of way about what was behind the good time that me or her had together.
0: Um, maybe, but <laughs> clearly my focus would be my nut.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. I think, um, I think that, w- I think it would be the same for me. Although if the guy was my friend, I would wonder a little bit uh-huh. about like how long did this nigga want to smash my wife? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I wasn't always in the lifestyle, but <laughs> we knew each other long before that. Right. Um, the other thing I would be worried about is how is he going to interpret the fact that he wasn't able to have as much of a good time with my wife as I did with his. Um, how is he going to feel about the relationship between me and her now? Mm -hmm. How is he going to feel about that friendship? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think me and you can handle something like that. Yeah. But how would the vanilla couple handle that? Right. Yeah. Right. They may not have the tools to be able to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, it's something we've ran run into so many times. Yeah. It's just like, what? Whatever. Cause I,
0: I think we we have played with couples where one of us had a better time than the other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you know we don't repeat If it, depending on how bad it is like we don't repeat that experience or it's like if if there's an opportunity to play again we make sure that we're kind of like are you sure you know we're not you're not taking one for the team do you actually want to spend time with this person like I know I'm going to have a good time But, you know, do you want to spend time with this person? It really becomes up to that partner who doesn't have the same experience Mm -hmm. um, determining whether the play happens or not.
1: Right. Right. So. So, yeah, so that could so that could get weird, um, even if it is a good, good, good experience from one partner. Mm -hmm. Um, So number four. Is the line between intimacy and sex can get blurred when you're playing with a vanilla friend?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we go out, so I go out with vanilla friends of the opposite sex sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fine. We'll just have drinks and we'll talk, and like I'll, I'll come home and, you know, I'll share with you what happened. Right. Um, if we had, if I had played with a vanilla friend, then those hangouts become, may become different. Yeah. Um, Now that we've been with each other physically, then now the lines get blurred a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That could lead to, that could lead to problems. Mm-hmm. Um, So I know, I know a few people I know um who I'll still hang out with regularly where it's fine, but if we were physically intimate, it would be it, it could get it could get it could, it could become a problem. Um I think one thing that gives me s- safety is I could always come to you with this stuff mm-hmm. and talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what's going on, right, on the with other the other of, person. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they could, they could like sex can be really unpredictable, man. Mm -hmm. You could fall for somebody if they give you pleasure, like on a friendship level and physical level Mm because we were friends. Right. Yeah, Well, kind of. Well, yeah, we, we fucked around and had sex. Yeah. Fucked up the whole friendship and then we got married. Yeah. (laughs) That's how serious it could get. (laughs) Like you really want those kind of problems. Right
0: um yeah i think yeah you you i mean and it doesn't even have to be like um meeting up outside of the place. situation like even conversations like just like texting or chats like having private chats those kind of things like it can just you know the more you know about somebody um yeah it just can get very intimate And you know, or you feel like you know about them, or you feel you Mm -hmm. want to share with them. You know, you get in that that grace area where you start sharing stuff with them that you're not sharing with your primary partner. Like, then you're like, oh, you're in deep water.
1: (laughs) For real, like I'm I'm sitting here like, yo, if you found somebody who you were a good friend to, and they were a good friend to you, Mm -hmm. and y'all had a good friendship, y'all could talk, y'all could Mm -hmm. spend time together. And then if y'all had sex, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, how many people do you know in your life (laughs) that do those things for you? Right. So, like, I feel like it would be a natural series of thought. Now, what what you do with those thoughts is a completely different question, but you might be sitting there like, yo, man, like, Lakeisha's good people. (laughs) <laughs> she's good people next time i have a, like next time i have an argument with the bell i'm i'm really gonna be like yo bell you know <laughs> i got an option <laughs> 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 it could <can> get weird <laughs> you know we having an argument i'm mm-hmm. like yo LaKeisha app- appreciates me man i'll
0: be like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i Keisha, accidentally
1: what? scream her name during sex <laughs> one night <laughs> <laughs> Or you like scream out the name of my best friend? I let uh, I, I let I let hit it one day, uh, and it's just like, nah, we 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 can't do this. No, I think I could get over that though.
0: Me screaming out some other nigga's name?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'd have to talk about it. I right. have to really get in there. I mean, if you're screaming out something during sex, it's yeah. fine. Okay. You know, you just screamed out the wrong name, but clearly, I I I I gave you pleasure that was similar enough. <laughs> To this nigga, that, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'd have to talk about that. Yeah, like you better be screaming my name when you with him. Right. Like, so uh, every time, ta- so the the last one is every time you hang out, it can get, uh, it can give an unwanted expectation.
0: Yeah because again for folks in the lifestyle like you know even with our lifestyle friends we can hang out vanilla with them and it doesn't always mean you know that there's going to be a play there's going to be play associated with it but with a vanilla couple again not necessarily understanding the rules um may have an expectation that every time we spend time together like we intend to play, mm-hmm. um, and that's not always the case.
1: <laughs> it's not always the case, but and and this is very true. I'm gonna really kind of bring us down to earth right now, and 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 give you a practical reason why this is so problematic. <laughs> okay. okay, when we go, so we're going to PCAP. We're looking forward to going to PCAP yes. in in Dallas, and when we go. We have to pack a lot of shit. Yeah, we got to pack our play supplies. Mm -hmm. We got to pack, you know, all the condoms, the play toys, the costumes, whatever
0: giveaways. Yes, merch, all that kind of stuff.
1: Lights and shit. Um, When we go to a like a vanilla like uh, couples retreat weekend get away or whatever mm-hmm. we don't got to worry about bringing all that shit That's true. i don't have to think about condoms mm-hmm. i don't have to think about lube i don't <laughs> have to think about lights i don't have to think about shaving my balls <laughs> you right you
0: still do though
1: i still do but like for you
2: <laughs> I like i don't let it. it get
1: out of hand yeah <laughs> but if there's like like you know if there are little 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 little, little follicles <laughs> down there like I, 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 and, and when I go into a play date, like, yeah. I'll leave them shits there. Yeah. Like, you know, my chest, I'm not going to shave it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I appreciate not having to pack all of that shit yeah. when I'm going on a vanilla, like, get away.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yo if we played with one of our vanilla friends i'd always have to think about that shit <laughs> you'd have to think about whether you should bring lingerie mm-hmm. i'd have to think about condoms i'd have to think about lube it just brings up a lot of fucking <laughs> pressure yo <laughs> it You're right. it i don't want to think about that stuff like when we went to when we went you know on our little trip um with these couples yeah like all i brought were my edibles you know in and some in some games vanilla games vanilla games even though i think the vanilla games will got a little out of hand at some point <laughs> nobody played but we would talk about sex yeah. more than i thought we would um <laughs> but yeah so so i just i just want to say the expectation of sex with a vanilla couple could just it could just create unnecessary pressure mm-hmm. and like you said when you're preparing to meet the meet with them when you're talking and you're meeting with them mm-hmm. like there are all kinds of little questions, I feel like, even with a, a lifestyle couple, when we're sitting and we're having lunch or we're having dinner or we're having a few drinks, I'm always in the back of my mind, and maybe it's just me, I'm always <laughs> thinking, "I right, are we fucking tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Like, do I need to like, girk, like, get some mouthwash or something? Yeah. Like, you know, do I? What, what do I need to say to the couple? Like, I don't want them to think that we don't want to play with them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't. You know, I, you know, I, tonight's not a good night. But what do we say to them in order to let them know that, like? We like them.
0: Like, we could fuck you, but we just not, not tonight. We
1: can't do it tonight. I feel like that should happen with Bedroom Bliss a lot. I'm sorry. It I'm not did. A, yeah. <laughs> it did. We, we hung out with them a few times, and it was never a good night for yeah, us. Like <laughs> Shout out to Bedroom Bliss. <laughs> All right. So. So, uh, if there's any bigger, big reasons we missed, uh, let us know, uh, email us at black at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your perspective on playing with vanilla friends.
3: Hey, fellow BNK fans. I know y'all are enjoying the show, but damn, we have to wait a month for each episode. I don't know about you, but that's way too long for me. That is one of the many reasons I support Bomber and Bell on Patreon. They release content on their Patreon every week. I really can't get enough of their Pillow Talk episodes where they get real personal. And girl, it's like having a backstage pass to your favorite artist. It also doesn't hurt to hear my name shouted out every episode and have ready access to the Bell and the Bomber through their private chat. If y'all want to join in the fun, head to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate a few dollars a month to keep the show going. I know it's for a good cause and all that, but I'm just trying to get my fair share of this sexy ass podcast. Speaking of which, I'm finna finish this episode.
1: Hey
2: yo, what the fuck? Get ready for some faces some fuck shit?
0: <laughs> so <laughs> staying on the lines of people you shouldn't be fucking <laughs> This is a post in a um a polyamory Reddit thread and I'm not gonna read the, the, the title I guess or the subject because that'll kinda give it away but here it goes So I don't even know where to begin. My husband has been away abroad for work for the majority of my pregnancy. So just so you know, she's seven months pregnant. Between his absence and the pandemic and being pregnant, my kids and I came to stay with my parents who only live a few towns away. I have always had a good, close, supportive, normal relationship with my mom and dad. They've always been wonderful parents. Maybe the pandemic made us crazy, I don't know. But I came to find out that they'd had feelings about me for a long time. And instead of running away in horror, after a lot of thinking and a lot of hard conversations, here we are. I've been going to bed regularly with my own parents.
1: The fuck is going on? What am I what are we reading here?
0: Just typing what, this? What the heck? fuck is this just typing that feels surreal I'm a middle aged heavily pregnant married mom and I'm sleeping with my own parents I'm fucking done
1: <laughs> what the hell is this I'm not feeling this Facebook fuck shit Belle
0: <laughs> so let me preface this by saying first of all although we're not poly as far as I know uh, this is not in the realm of polyamory like a triad with your parents is not the thing um but this is some fucked up shit
1: that's the most fucked up shit I've, it, actually no it's not the most fucked up shit I ever had at least she's middle aged and she's not a fucking child even though I feel <laughs> like she should have more fucking sense yes. and no <laughs> she shouldn't be doing this
0: so the title of the post is I'm a 38 38 year old married suburban mom seven months pregnant with my third and I'm practicing polyamory with my own parents it's been intense
1: she better be a stepchild (laughs) yeah i I think these are her
0: biological parents what the fuck is this like how do you how how (laughs) how do you even have feelings for your child like she said they've been having feelings for her for a while and i'm just like i don't what
1: now on the flip side
0: nah fuck that flip side there ain't no flip side to this shit
1: <laughs> on the flip side if you are if you are so charming <laughs> if you are so charming and attractive that even your parents are like i'd hit it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fucking remarkable because th- th- there should be a disgust factor there
0: but remember look, listen listen, listen she got two other kids in the house with them so what is she think like mommy why are you going into the room with grandma and pop pop like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) like what is going on like
1: you'll find out when you grow up (laughs) (laughs) kind of sick shit is this i feel
0: so bad for when the husband comes back home because Man, I don't even know what to tell you.
1: Everybody's getting cut. You yeah. tell, like you tell me some <laughs> shit like this, I'm telling you right now, I'm on i am I'm I'm just I'm I'm just gonna start killing motherfuckers because, <laughs> because y'all are fucking around with some really immoral shit. Like yeah. you, you you talk about not being judgmental, but you can't be fucking with your goddamn kids and parents. While and she's shit.
0: pregnant with your grandchild. Oh my goodness. This
1: these motherfuckers must be on a different planet or something. <laughs>
0: So that's that's my Facebook fuck shit. That is the most fuck shittiest
1: Facebook (laughs) fuck shit ever. All right. Um, Bombers Bougie Broadcast. All right. So I actually had some thoughts. So like I said, you know, I've been watching The Wire. Mm -hmm. I've been watching The Wire. One of my favorite seasons, and I believe it was season three, was when... They had um, there was a scenario where this um, major or this lieutenant, I can't remember what the title was, but he had created these free zones. He was he was fed up with the crime in Baltimore, fed up with the drugs and fed up with communities just getting ripped apart by the trafficking trade, Mm -hmm. drug trafficking. And he decided that he was going to create these drug free these these free zones where drug dealers and users could just go there do their thing and it would be out it would be outside of the communities where decent people lived and mm-hmm. they didn't want drugs mm-hmm. and it was it was an interesting concept it was a very it was really interesting where that story went he <laughs> started working with the drug dealers in ways that cops never worked with them and i'm not going to spoil it i would just say watch the fucking show if you haven't watched it but it was <laughs> basically these free zones were nicknamed ham hamsterdam because people miss took Amsterdam for Amsterdam. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But Amsterdam was considered a place where drugs were legalized. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and if you legalize things, you can regulate them, you can control them and you can, you know, more adequately target resources and that kind of thing. But um, but it just reminded me of this concept of how like deviance or what we would think of as immoral can't necessarily be stopped you can't necessarily erase it from humanity um but the most you can do is contain it Mm -hmm. um and this concept was uh used in the purge series Mm -hmm. where people had one day to commit murder and all of that shit uh and it was just this idea that you can't really stop human beings from 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 exploring these uh, these these deviant tendencies and so uh, it had me thinking about all of these events and places people go to around the world to engage in basically basic debauchery mm-hmm. like just like sex drugs rock and roll yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, and I I mentioned this because I was, I recently went to Camp No Counselors. Mm-hmm. Um, folks who don't aren't familiar with Camp No Counselors, just, you know, look it up, Camp No Counselors. You can Google it. Um, basically, it is, uh, I think they got two locations where they have these uh, summer camps for kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that have, you know, bunks and all kinds of activities, kickball, basketball, Uh, kayaking they're on these beautiful campsites and basically you know kids go to these summer camps to you know just be outdoors and you know meet other kids or whatever just for the summer and then they go home Mm -hmm. um well camp no counselors uh have these weekends where uh, instead of the kids coming adults actually spend the weekend on on these campsites and they're just drinking the entire time there's (laughs) beer and liquor flowing like almost uh, you know 18 hours a day (laughs) and um and you know you're bunking with you know men and women um and you're also playing some of the sports you know people are doing yoga people are playing basketball and anytime you want to drink you can just get it it's all you can eat all you can drink it's a lot of fun um mostly like young like out of you know grad school students you know late 20s early 30s um seems to be the age range um although we went as a couple once Mm -hmm. and i came back um and brought a few of my fellows with me uh and we had a blast but it reminded me of one of these places there's a lot of sex that happens at camp no counselors if anybody was wondering given what i just described (laughs) there's a lot of sex that happens at camp no counselors i actually um Posted. Uh, I'll be posting if I haven't already a uh, recap of my experience at Capno Counselors and Patreon. Um, but there's a lot of sex that happens there, um, a lot of drinking, um, and you know, they say they they have a no drug policy, but motherfuckers be. <laughs> getting it in in at no counselors <laughs> um and it's just re- and, and these are like these these, these are like they, they're like ceos they're lawyers they're doctors they're teachers that come to this thing and they just they get this release mm-hmm. um and even though it's not a lifestyle event it's very it smells like the lifestyle mm, in terms mm-hmm. of people just wanting to be like judgment free they want you know there are are women there that'll hook up with a guy but then they'll hook up with another guy or they'll hook up with his friend all in the same weekend nobody gives a fuck mm-hmm. there and there are all kinds of uh environments like this like spring break spring break is another yeah. example people go to like people you know been studying and trying to get through college and they go to spring break and they're complete maniacs when they go to spring break mm-hmm. same is true for Mar- you know mocha fest yeah right mardi gras like mm-hmm. essence fest coachella um you know people are the same when they go to vegas new orleans um miami, miami um it's like parties sexual norms get much looser Mm -hmm. um and people and i think there's there's a a number of different ways to think about this um you can think about it as like people need to take a break from being themselves so that they can they can be freer Mm -hmm. um but i would say people are truly themselves yeah. at these events Yeah. and they're taking a break from being this other person they have to pretend to be at work at home mm-hmm. at school you know so even though a lot of people might not be ready to go to lifestyle events like naughty nolens yeah. or um or the bliss cruise because it is i mean it is very sexual I think most of the population, if not all, and I would break it down to the Catholic priest, That's another conversation for <laughs> another day. But everybody um, seeks; most people seek an opportunity to truly be themselves mm-hmm. at these events without fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those people, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to go to a swinger party. Maybe you know you like you like hearing us talk about sex because it's real mm-hmm. and it's raw. Um, but there are just so many other events that you've probably gone to, you're looking forward to going to, or you've been curious about that aren't necessarily about sexual freedom, but the option to be sexual sexually free is there. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was the Bombers Bougie broadcast. I just wanted to, wanted to acknowledge that there are all these other things that we do, um, to seek true freedom.
0: I think the lifestyle is our outlet. And other folks have their own.
1: Yeah. So I'd like to know what some of your outlets are. Um, I know that around the country, there are all these different events that we don't even know about. We'd be curious because, you know, we found our outlet, but we're still, you know, we're still in the, We're still exploring. Mm-hmm. All right. Quick patrons shout outs. We got attitude adjuster bedroom Bliss, bedroom bliss. Big Meat, Maine, Blasian Couple, Brown Girl, Camellia, Carlos, Chadwick, Chris and Crystal, Clifton, Denary, Darren, Demon, Dez, Dante, Texas, Bama, Guan. Gil, J-Dub, Johan, Just Trying to Be Real, Cassandra, Kyle, Lene, Eminem, Melody, Metri, Mr. and Mrs. Graham, R&R, Raft, Raven, Red and G, Redonia. Ricky, Robert, Rose and Albert, Rizzy, Rennie, Suzanne, Tamika, T.Y. Vision, Andrew, Red Wonder, Clayton, E. Slide, Ryder, Dude, Dun Eight, uh, Crystal, Algernon New to King, Black Dynamite, Kristen Cole, Kristen Cole, Dawn, and Joy. Thanks for supporting us on. Patreon, we really appreciate it um if anybody wants to join our Patreon, um check us out in the show notes we always have a link available to you um well listen up to the bell give y'all some info on how to follow up with us peace bye
0: thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the show please do check us out on Twitter and Instagram at black N kinky. You can also find us under the same name on Cassidy, APG, Amore getaways and Patreon. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube under black and kinky lifestyle. Feel free to email us at black, the letter in kinky lifestyle at gmail.com or call and leave a voice message at nine three seven four six two zero seven four four. Bye. Like and kick, like and kicky.
2: Like and kinky lifestyle.